Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feel the Smile podcast. Super excited about this week's episode. I have my friend Victoria here. And if you follow me on Instagram or Victoria on Instagram, you already know she is the best. She is hilarious. She is a good friend to have in her corner. And we just spent a solid hour trying to figure out how to do this podcast thing because it's my first time having a guest like this on the other side of the camera. So round of applause for Victoria. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Anytime. I'm so happy to be here. We are happy to have you. Um, I'm so excited for y'all to get to hear a little bit about Victoria and a little bit of her story and what she gets to do now because she lives a really sick and a really cool life. Um, but the coolest thing do about I? it is, you know, you do. <laughs> so whatever. But the coolest thing about it is that everything that she does just points right back to Jesus, no matter the hardships that she's experiencing. She has learned to feel the smile through her hardships. So Victoria, just let the friends know who you are, what you get to do, all the things. Um. Okay, so I'm Victoria, even though she already said that five times, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia right now, but I grew up in Alabama which is a connection that me and Scarlett had because we both are from the same town, but we did not know each other growing up, but I am from Alabama. I was a huge sport girl growing up and I played basketball and volleyball. Those are my two like main things, but I was like more known for basketball. So I ended up playing basketball in college and Uh, where I moved to South Carolina when I was 18. So I moved out of the house when I was 18 years old. I have not been back since. I am now 26. A real adult. Gosh, it's so (laughs) painful to say. But um, yeah, so I went to college in South Carolina, moved there when I was 18. Then I moved to Atlanta when I was 24. My two-year anniversary actually just passed last week. Um, thank you. But in Atlanta, I do a few things. I work part-time at my church. I do podcasting and social media and yeah. So that's a little bit of everything I do now. Yeah. And Victoria is being very humble. She does social media. She has a great social media presence on Instagram and TikTok and soon to be threads. Hello, threads. Oh, God. If you haven't heard about the threads, download it now. Um, but she has just impacted, she literally impacts thousands of people's life daily just with jo- the joy of the Lord, the faith tips, affirmations over yourself. So tell us a little bit about what kind of inspired you to take that step and say yes and be obedient to the Lord, calling you to be bolder with your faith on socials. Yeah. So when I was in college, I did not know the Lord until I was 21. So I was literally right like at the halfway point at college, in college, when I like, met Jesus. But my whole life, I've always had a passion for social media. I just loved it. It was so fun. I've never really thought that social media was a toxic place like 99.9% of other people think. But even growing up, I'm like, social media is so fun. Like, I don't know why everyone hates it. And so when I went to college, I was on track to get my degree in exercise science. And I actually, did get my degree in exercise science because by the time I found the Lord, I was already halfway through and I was like, I'm just going to finish my degree. Um, But when I found Jesus, 
there were just a few talents that I had had ever since I was a little girl, like talking, like video editing, like photography, like content. And so I already was kind of like naturally skillful in that. So when I found the Lord, I'm like, social media is a great place to just spread the word and talk about Jesus to anyone I possibly can. So when I graduated school a year after was, well, actually, no, in school, I started my YouTube channel um, and I started doing Bible studies on YouTube. And then a year after school was when all the TikTok and Instagram and podcasting and all that stuff became afloat. But I don't know. I felt like it's just a passion that God has given me for social media and clearly his hand is on it. I People ask me for social media tips. I don't really have much to say, but just pray. It's like, just I, who she is. I literally don't know how these followers became a thing. Like all I can say is, is it's God. And so I guess I just took some natural passions and put it to Jesus. And now here we are. And I love that for the person that's listening. That's like, what am I supposed to do with my life? What are things that I could be successful in? Like, I love how you just said, Victoria, like you just found your natural giftings. And the moment that you tapped into those, it was like, those things just started to flourish and you've never had to force your way through social media, but it's literally just mm-hmm. happened because you've been faithful to like walking out the giftings that God's giving you, which is mm-hmm. just really inspiring to me. And also I know that it will be to a lot of other girls as well. What kind of advice would you give to the girl who maybe um, feels like social media is maybe like intimidating or maybe she feels like it's toxic or just like navigating that because social media does have so many amazing things but there are like you said a lot of aspects where people don't see the amazing things in it but you've learned to really just optimize the good and kind of like dismiss the bad so talk a little bit about that social media is a toxic place if you let it be twice a year I always go through my followings list And if there's anyone on my list that I felt like made me feel insecure, I found myself falling into comparison. I found myself feeling icky at some stuff that they post. I found my spirit disturbed. Anything that does not bring me peace or inspiration, I unfollow the account. And that is, I do it twice a year at the beginning and at the end. And that is how I keep it such an uplifting place for my mental space Mm -hmm. is you just have to be on check and people change people's content changes. And so in some seasons, you're not supposed to be following people. And I know people are like, well, you know, what about the people I know? The mute button is the best thing that has ever been invented ever. That's good. I never thought about the mute button. Oh, I had, well, not anymore on my old Instagram account. I literally had like dozens and dozens of people muted, (laughs) but because I couldn't unfollow them because I'm like, I know this person, like I see them every week, you know? Uh And so if you are in that boat, just mute them. You never have to see anything from them ever again Mm -hmm. and everything will be great. And so the intimidate, the intimidating thing though, especially if you want to start posting, I don't know if that ever goes away. And so it's not like trying to let that disappear. It's trying to navigate through it. Mm -hmm. And there's so social media is just literally like the ocean do y'all know that so much of the per- the percentage of the ocean is not discovered and that is like how social media it's just so deep there's uh-huh. so many people and so, so i don't think that intimidation factor ever goes away but i think once your mission is clear 
the intimidation kind of diminishes. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's so good. And so <laughs> when you know like what you're doing and why you're posting what you're posting, you don't really think about the intimidating side of things. You're thinking about Jesus and what needs to go out for that day. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I love that practical tip of muting people or even just going through your followers. That's something that I also started to do maybe like my freshman year of college. I just noticed like Every time I was getting on social media, I wasn't being encouraged, but I was comparing myself to these other girls that I was seeing, what they were doing, what they looked like and all these things. And I was like, I have to get them off of my page. Instagram knows the algorithm. They know the girls to put on your homepage. And so I started to do that too, but I have plenty of times found myself in a place where I have either unfollowed and been like, oh, I know them. And now I'm like embarrassed to refollow them. Or yeah, you just kind of keep seeing the same type of content, even if it is comparing just because you like make yourself feel bad for unfollowing, but love the mute button. That is Mm. much so a tip to put in your back pocket. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's so good. Okay. So transitioning gears a little bit to more of like a serious topic um, in bringing in, you know, like the branding of fill the smile. So fill the smile is just really represents like experiencing God's joy and his goodness and his light, despite the hardships that we go through, you know, the biblical encouragement for the practical struggles. And you've experienced a handful of hardship in your life that um, I know our stories can relate on a few different levels, but during the hard seasons that you experienced, what was it like just continuing to go to Jesus, continuing to believe that he was just the firm foundation that you needed to stand on? And how did you quote unquote, feel the smile in those hard days? I would say that during the hard days is when you really have to lean on facts and not feelings. Mm -hmm. And that is the only way I have been able to navigate through just really, really tough, hard to because even though I didn't feel like God was good, I still know that God is good. Yeah. And even when I wanted to smile and I couldn't, I knew that there was joy in the morning, you know, but I just didn't know what morning it was coming. Yeah. And so until that morning comes, you literally just have to, as it's kind of twisted, but you kind of have to go through the motions a little bit. You have to force yourself to open your Bible. You have to force. I remember when I lost my dad, Mm -hmm. I had to force myself to turn on worship music. I did not want to worship, but I knew that in the long term that forcing myself to hit play, Mm -hmm that was going to do my spirit good in the, in the long term because I knew it was a fact. It wasn't a feeling. Yeah. And so I think eventually when I got to the point to where I was feeling the smile again, I had to go through the emotions of leaning on what I knew was true of God. Yeah. That's so good. And so it's hard to like explain, but I did feel the smile, but it didn't come. It took time. It was mm-hmm. like a process. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. I think I personally 
whenever I know there's a problem or I know there's something that needs to be done, I immediately want to do it and get it over with. And Mm -hmm. a season like grieving, it doesn't just happen one day and then the rest of your days are fine. It really is a slow process. And that's so important. What you said, just like going Mm -hmm. back to what you know over and over and over again, because you're not always going to feel that. And there's going to be good days of grieving and there's going to be bad days of grieving. But going back to those spiritual disciplines of like, I know I could really like pop off to Lizzo song right now and get all my feelings out, (laughs) but I am going to turn on my Maverick City and let my mind like refuel and remind myself like what the Holy Spirit's speaking over my life, despite Mm -hmm. like the hard things that you're walking through, which is just so important. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, the Handlebar podcast with Upper Rooms worship leaders. Have you listened to it? It's so good. But they were talking about the question that was asked was, how do I stay on a spiritual high after a church conference? And the answer answer that they kind of like got to the bottom of was spiritual disciplines that conferences start the fire, but we have to do the job of like kindling it the rest of the day and putting logs on the fire and keeping it confined in its space. And I think it's the same for the hard days too, is, you know, if it's your average Tuesday morning, you have a slow morning routine and you get in the word and you're like, yes, God is present always. And it's a great morning. And then Thursday morning, something goes wrong with your relationship. And then you have to choose to go back to that space that place you have to choose to go back to that mm-hmm. space which I think you did so well in your hard season that you went through and and like you said you weren't feeling the smile every day but you knew that one day like the joy would come back and that you would get to experience that and then I do want to say y'all joy is such a gift from God yes like, it is. It is. being able to just like be alive mm-hmm. and breathing and just being on mission and just being here is such a gift and there's so much joy and laughter in that and joy and laughter is from God the Bible says laughter is is the best medicine you know Mm -hmm. and so like I know a lot of times we're not going to be in laughter laughter or you know feel the joy but it's there because it's a fruit of the spirit and it's from God and it is just the best feeling so Thank you, Jesus, for some joy. Yes, I, I could not make it through this life without joy. I love no, joy. For real. For, and it is, it's, you know, it's so different from like being happy. I'd be like, I feel like happiness is like man-made, but joy is literally given from the Lord. And I feel like my perspective changed when I realized that because God is always with me, joy is always with me. Like the fruits of the for spirit sure. are with us. And it right. was just this level of like realizing, okay, I do have the joy of the Lord. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to wait on it to come. Like it's already here, you know, like let's, mm-hmm. use it, let's tap into it. Let's experience it even yeah. when life looks otherwise. And I feel like that's the one thing too, that almost is just like pulling you through the hard days is like, okay, this foundation is God's joy because I don't have it in my fleshly heart, but thankfully Mm -hmm. like his spirit in me, like carries that wherever he goes, which is so good. Yeah. That's so true. So true. We love joy. Okay. What is maybe a little like practical or what's maybe like a struggle that you're walking through right now? It can literally be anything on the board. You tell us and how are you kind of like practically walking through that? and some advice that you could give to some girls, whether it's comparison, whether it's navigating adulthood, singleness, what are Mm -hmm. some things? 
Well, I actually am on the other side of a spiritual rut. Okay. I my month of May was amazing. June <laughs> was hard. Yeah. It was very hard. <laughs> but the reason that May was so good was because I, we talked about this. I did so much purpose filled things. Mm -hmm. And I was just constantly on this spiritual high in May. I was like, I was floating. God is here. here. Yes. (laughs) And so I think I just crashed from that spiritual high of Uh May. And in June, I was, it felt like there were weights on my ankles Mm -hmm. and I was just dragging through June. And I was so sad. And I'm like, God, what is happening? Like, we were just so good. This is not right. And so I noticed that one thing that fell off in June was my morning routine. Mm -hmm. And I was doing it, but there were tweaks that just needed to be be there. Uh So the past two and a half weeks, I've been waking up every morning at 5 a.m. Queen. Can I be me? Girl, it has changed <laughs> me as a person. Has like it? I genuinely, oh my gosh, yes. Like I am no longer in my spiritual rut. I genuinely feel like a brand new woman. I said on my podcast last week, I feel more Christian than I did before because you know, more like, Christian. <laughs> they say like you need to talk to God in the mornings. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm talking to Jesus. Like, hey, and, Jesus, good morning. You no, know, literally I feel changed and I do feel like that got me out of my right and my struggle of just like being so down yeah and so I don't know I feel like it has waking up this early and establishing a routine like an actual routine mm-hmm. has um showed me how important it is to give the first fruits of your day to God yeah and not sure. just like the the lollygagging of hey thanks for waking me up God all right let's go it's like yeah. no we're gonna wake up early before I have to do anything sit down. I'm going to talk to Jesus. I'm going to see what he has to say to me. I'm going to read and dissect his word. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to drink some water. And I cannot tell y'all the difference that that has made for me. And so I was in that down season in the spiritual rut. The practical tip is to wake up, get out of bed and spend some time with Jesus. Put those feet on the floor. That's what my parents said. Put your feet on the floor now. Get up. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So that's, that's it for me. They say that the most successful people in the world are the ones with a solid morning routine that get up early and get their really? stuff. I didn't know that. And I always feel better when I always say, like, create a slow morning um, mm-hmm. and just have time to get in the word. I have time to just slowly make my coffee, not run around like it's a yes. race, you know, like just take your time and do those things. I feel like that's also an area where just transitioning into like post-grad life and in an adult without school real adult life as I call it Mm. it's just relearning okay what is my routine going to be and I feel like there have been so many moments where I will just sleep in and then have like 30 minutes to get ready and then just be running around and doing whatever and it's like the Lord's like you really thought you could get through this day like without (laughs) a moment with me you really, yeah. you really thought it. And, and then you can tell in your days, you're always like, what has mm-hmm. to make them been? And then you're like, wait, right. I didn't get my one moment. My fire mm-hmm. is dying out. Cause I wasn't yeah. kindling it well, you know? And I feel like another thing that Lord's really revealed to me too, is that 
one moment in his presence literally changes everything. And it can be reading the word for five minutes, but just Mm -hmm. getting in the same place as his spirit is, it's just so, it's so essential for, Mm -hmm. for what we're doing. Um, Yesterday, I uh, was literally in my room at 6.30 a.m., uh, running around and jumping and singing, I thank God by Maverick yeah. City. Yeah. And that was at 6.30, y'all. And I had already went to the gym and showered and all that stuff. And I had the best day ever yesterday. But I think if I did not wake up and do my thing and start uh-huh. dancing and jumping at 6.30, I don't think I would have had that great of a day. Would have exactly. been exactly. bad. Would have yeah. been bad. Hey, I have been loving, Um, do you ever listen to Travis Green? He has a song. I think it's one Green. album of his. He has a song called Great Jehovah. We sing it at church. It is so good. I haven't yes. heard it. That's my jump around song right now that I listen to. He made one song with Stephanie Gretzinger. Really? And, I think it's what it's called. Years, like two, three years ago. Okay. But that's the one song I listen to a lot on my playlist. I need to listen to it. That sounds so good. Okay, last question that we have for the day, and this is a fun one, but is what is currently making you feel the smile? This can be a verse. This can be a product. This can be a moment that you had. This could be a good morning routine. Let us know what's making you feel the smile. I think right now it's the morning routine. Okay. I truly feel like like, you know how people go on dates with Jesus? Uh-huh. I feel like that 5 a.m. regimen is my date. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm on a date with a man, I'm giddy and <laughs> you know, and it, I get happy. So yeah. I truly feel like every morning I've been waking up at 5 a.m. the past few weeks, I've been smiling at some uh-huh. point during the morning. And I'm not saying that waking up has like special juice in it but I am saying I've also noticed that God has been answering my prayers so much quicker <laughs> wow look at that I favor did. building up I've been praying for favor in the morning yes, there it is I I really truly think that because I'm spending so much time in his presence I, my eyes are opening to like all the little prayers that are being answered That's you so know yeah. and yesterday I was rejoicing over an answer prayer today I was rejoicing over an answer prayer and I've just been like, I'm telling you that morning routine has something in That's it. it. Something in the water in that morning routine. It is. I swear, y'all. I swear y'all better do it. Do it. If you got a prayer request, send it over to Victoria because they're coming that true. That is true. I'll pray for you. Let her, <laughs> let her know. I love that. Okay. Good morning routine. Everyone out there, if you're sleeping in, get up early. Get that morning routine. Oh, in. Let's hear I, it. I meant to say this. Um. I know y'all probably think 5 a.m. is crazy. I also thought the same thing. But the trick to getting out of bed is not thinking about it. When your alarm goes off, you literally just have to get up. You cannot think twice. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. So that is how I'm able, because I'm still sleepy. Uh It's not easy. It's not easy. But that is how you're able to just get up at 5 a.m. It's just what you said, put your feet on the floor. That is, that is a very good practical tip because I have been like setting my phone across the room. And even when I'm do that, even when I do that, I'm like, oh, well, I still got two hours until I got to be anywhere. So why not just lay (laughs) down for 15 more minutes instead of just Mm -hmm. being like, no, my alarm went off. So I'm getting up because it's time for me to get up. That's so good. When you dedicate that time to, to Jesus, it's motivating. It's Mm -hmm. like, wait, no, it's not Jesus time. I got to get up. 
you know, it is his time, his appointment time, Mm -hmm. just like your dentist appointment, your doctor's appointment. It's Jesus's appointment. That's yep. so good. I love that so much. Victoria is so full of wisdom. And thank Girl, you. So thank you. For- oh, I have a prank for that every morning too. There it is. Look, that's you'll crazy. Hear you said first. that. You'll heard it here first. She's been praying for it. It's unloading right here. <laughs> Victoria, you're the best. Thanks so much for joining us today and for sharing your wisdom. Um, I know me and all of the other listeners are just so grateful and honored to have you as a friend in our life. So where can people follow you? Um, if they want to go look you up after this, let them know. You can follow me on Instagram at Victoria Alex B. There's three A's after Victoria Alex B. And, um, TikTok is Victoria Alex B. There's two A's, not three. Uh, you can follow the Way Podcast. Yes, that that's our podcast. The underscore Way underscore Pod on Instagram. Yes. And oh, Threads also Victoria Alex B. Y'all, Threads <laughs> is a new app. It is crazy over there. It, it, it's funny though, hearing people's like playback plays of their day. Yeah, is my favorite. Um, part. Oh my gosh, did I tell you I just seen a Snapchat? two days ago no I saw on your story I was Victoria was like I'm so embarrassed I just made Snapchat it was hilarious she was like I'm cringing at myself but I haven't been on Snapchat yeah I haven't been on Snapchat in over five years and I was doing research I'm always researching social media and I read that it was like a smart thing to get on there and utilize some things over on Snapchat so that's why I did that but don't don't go at me on Snapchat y'all y'all are good there you don't have to go there (laughs) but yeah that's all of them well, y'all go check Victoria out on all of her platforms and <laughs> YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. YouTube is just for fun, though. Like, I vlog on there, but, um, and my podcast goes on there, like, the video form, but I don't really promote my YouTube that much, if that makes sense. Um, but y'all, if y'all like blogs, go over there. Go over there. Well, y'all go follow Victoria on all of her platforms. You will leave inspired and excited about your relationship with Jesus and following him more. But thank you so much for joining us, Victoria. And thank you guys for listening, for supporting. I'm so grateful. Um, and I'm looking forward to our next episode. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.